What's up, everybody? We're coming back to you guys for episode four, I believe. I made a mistake in the last one. Um, Mario sort of helped me out there. I felt like we've been making so many already. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, only been, it's only been like three. So Yeah. But, Welcome, uh, everybody, to episode four. Nice yeah. to be uh, recording again. Exactly. Yeah, it feels good. I know uh, we had a lot to talk about in the last one. Uh, a lot of people sort of like the stories that we had. Um, so, of course, you know, we're just talking. And if you'd like to hear more, uh, make sure to hit us up and DM us. We're still open to suggestions um, all the time. Um, but, yeah, so how you doing? How's your week been since the last time we spoke? Oh, good, man. It flew by. A uh, pretty quick week for me. I agree. I went, it, Where did it go, really? <laughs> yeah, it feels like yesterday we were doing our last episode. So, um, no, it was good. Um, had some really warm weather here in New York, but yeah. um, so that was nice. Finally, feels like summer, but it was good. It was nice. Uh, good week. Yeah, it's super humid over here right now, um, especially with the rain. Um, it's been raining a little bit, and now it's like no rain, but it's just hot. Um, and I'm not, I'm not for it. I will say that I... I am not a summer person. Wow. Is that a, so that must be rough being in Texas and all. <laughs> I've never been a summer person. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, I think so. I, when I went to LA, I really, I didn't mind the heat. So I guess I'm just not a humidity person. Yeah. Um, because in New York, I mean, that's really what you feel. I mean, it, it's hot, but it's also just humid. You take a shower and like five seconds after the shower, you're already like warm and sticky again. It's gross. Yeah. It's like, what's the point of taking the shower then? Right. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I would say if I had a summer is one of the, you know, the when we're back in school. So we went to school in the Northeast for everybody who doesn't, you know, still new. Um, we mm -hmm. went to school out in the Northeast. And so I'm not from the Northeast, um, but it's a little bit colder out there and it, it does snow. Uh, <laughs> for people who don't know that it yeah. snows out there and people who are not from there, they experience sort of uh, like a winter depression i forgot what the name of it is mm -hmm. um, but like a lot of our a lot of our friends were from uh, california and when they were over there they would sort of get in these moods whenever <laughs> the winter season would come and it was snowing and stuff yeah um, i never experienced that i was from texas and it's hot over here and i never missed the sun when i was out there um, no. i welcomed the snow and i remember seeing them in these like moods and i feel like uh those are sort of the moves i get when it starts getting summertime over here <laughs> i just don't see the fun of it i it's hot outside what do i want to do out there um there's only so much water you can be in you know so much right. before you're kind of like all right this is kind of getting boring uh, right electricity bills are high because you have to have the ac on all the time um, are there are there um a lot of like water parks would you say like is that very common like what do people do when it's so hot like what's the most common yeah. activity oh uh, okay so i'm trying to think because a lot of times people do go to uh since so we have six flags here and we'll get into six flags right now but um we have six flags here and for people who don't know six flags also owns a water park called hurricane harbor do y'all guys have hurricane harbor over there uh, so the, the closest one is in Jersey because um, ain't nobody building a roller coaster yeah. in New York, right? So, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so it's surrounded by water. Right. So oh. in Jersey, uh, but I think the, the Jersey one is big enough where they have uh, like a safari also. Like, don't they have like a uh, the animal one? I've never heard of that. I know there's different ones. Yeah. Um, but here we, at least in the Dallas area, we have a Hurricane Harbor and mm. you will actually, there's, there's a few, there's a few water parks. Um, but I will say that like it's just I don't know I don't I don't think I grew up being like oh there's like 50 water parks for us to go to you know you would think it's right. so hot that we have like a bunch of pools everywhere and stuff 
and <laughs> I, and we probably probably do. I just wasn't trying to check them out with all the you know public pools. Right. It was dirty people. Right. You know, like, I mean, uh, well, just you so... know, they pee in the pool and you know what they do. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what they do in those pools. Um, just so the audience knows, I am uh, definitely af- afraid of heights. And so uh, that's why my background here, for, for those of us, for those of you watching on YouTube, my background is The Edge, which is an observation deck in New York. Um, and I decided to put it as my background because that's just about as close as I'm going to get to going there because I'm too scared of heights. Would um, you would you go to The Edge if someone paid you? No. Uh, well, eh, maybe. Um, but yeah. it's it, look, it up, look up The Edge. It's basically a triangle sticking out of, the, of a building. And um, yeah. And so I would go to like the Empire State Building's roof, for example. Like I would do that yeah. because the whole building is under me, but I wouldn't go to a hanging deck. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess so. I guess I mean, because this thing is, there's no, when you look down, there's nothing below you. Right, right. I don't think I'm, you know, they say, I don't think you're that really, you're really scared of heights. I think you're scared of falling. And so, yeah, you're, and scared, so, you're scared of dying. <laughs> right. And so the, um, the, the notion of nothing being under you to support you, like, I think that's yeah. what makes it worse. Yeah, I, I don't know if I have a scare like a fear of heights. I do know like sometimes when I get to the, too close to the edge, I don't trust myself. Um, <laughs> in terms of, and just because like uh, I don't know why I have this thing where like let's say we're we're playing football or something, mm-hmm. and someone's walking by, my arm for some reason just wants to like throw a chunk of the football like at them. <laughs> so like it just does these things, and I feel like I don't know what it is. Are you like those? Are you like the people who? All right, first of all, it sounds like you have a bigger problem on your hands. But, yeah. but, but are you one of these people who like uh, when you're driving in the left lane and like the like memes and you're like you ever feel just like ramming into the side barrier yeah. when you're driving? I, I when I'm when I'm driving, I do not go like let's say there's a barrier and it's a little too close. I need to have space. If the barrier's right there, I don't. I won't do it. I do not trust <laughs> myself. That's why it's sometimes a little bit stressful when I'm driving. Yeah. When the, when the lanes get narrow like that, I do mm-hmm. not trust myself. I start thinking things like my hand's just going to like flick for some reason. I, right. I guess I'm going to do it just for no reason. And I have no <laughs> control over it. He's like, I'm going to get a, I'm going to get an elbow cramp and it's going to be the, the end. That's it. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. But it's not even like a cramp. It's just like, there's another part of me that's saying, like, it's just going to yank the will. And I don't, I don't even know what's happening until it happens. So, and so like, because I don't trust that person, I go ahead and just keep it safe. Right. Um, so that's how I feel about the edges sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes me a little bit like oh anxious but not because like oh i'm so so high it's because i know like what if i like do something um, right right I, I probably won't uh, um no i i i could see other people having that that same issue i do yeah. not but i i can, <laughs> yeah. I can, I can understand see. that as a problem yeah um yeah so you will my revealing secrets out here he has a fear of heights um yeah so you won't you won't see me go to six flags really um but i i brought up i brought up the water park because i love i'm a i'm a huge lazy river fan um do you guys have lazy rivers out there yeah we have lazy rivers i think (laughs) tell texas lazy no (laughs) uh yeah no we have a lot of we have a lot of lazy rivers i think i'm a i'm kind of a fan of a lazy river but also like i i don't know i'm not a big fan of water parks Something about the water parks kind of bother me. Just being—it's the same thing about the planes when we discussed before about like the recycled air, <laughs> the recycled water kind of bothers me. Um, yeah, because I start looking around. I think that's like a thing about me. Uh, for people who are listening, like I, I really am hyper analytical of things, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm constantly trying to. I'm looking around, and I get stuck at the water park, and I look around, and I start seeing these, you know, different people. Yeah. And why is that person got a bandaid on their foot? You know, they got like four <laughs> band aids. 
like what do you need for band- <laughs> what are you doing you need four band-aids on that foot and yeah. so you know i start thinking like oh this is dirty water you see and little kids like in the sprinklers and they have like their mouth open and they're like catching yeah. the water and spitting it out and you're like where yeah. is this water going exactly that the kids over there is like sitting down too long like why is he sitting down like that just staring <laughs> off in the distance what's he doing you know and the other kids like drinking the water that's coming out of where he's sitting at and it's like right. i do not trust it um yeah. so yeah uh, we do have water parks Hurricane Harbor was like the like that was like the big water park like oh wow you got you got to go to Hurricane Harbor um I was I knew it was never a big deal for me I didn't care about water parks we have other ones I can't even think of them now um Hawaiian Falls I think that was the one I grew up going to Hawaiian Falls um and that was like uh it wasn't as big as Hurricane Harbor but like I said I'm not a big fan of of them in general um and my mom was a type of person that sounds like the type of thing you'd get like in the mail, like a free trip to Hawaiian Falls. Like it's some sort of paradise. Oh, yeah. Some, sounds some like nasty a, water in the middle of Texas. <laughs> sounds like a timeshare. Yeah. No. Well, listen, I'm not saying the water is the best at all. <laughs> it's not like when you see the movie Grown Ups, you know, and they have like the clear, crystal clear water. Well, I guess they all have crystal clear water. I mean, I feel like now that my head is distorted, my mind is distorting these memories right. of these water parks. Um, no, but I'm not a big fan of water parks, but we do have. We do have quite a few, um, but Six Flags, I think, is the big thing for us. You would think that, um, like, you know, how hot it gets here in Texas, no. we would have more water parks than we would have anything else. No. Um, but no, but the theme park, which is for people who are not listening or don't know, um, Six Flags is a amusement park. So they have like roller coasters and, uh, you know, just basically different rides. And here we have the original Six Flags. For people who don't know, Six Flags over Texas uh, they don't really know, like, what is it called Six Flags for is because at one point, well, well, I guess not at one point, but throughout the history of Texas, six different, like, nations, you could say, have ruled over Texas. And so uh, that's why the name Six Flags comes from. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. Wait, so, um, so Six Flags started in Texas? Six Flags started in Texas, yeah. And, uh, and it sort mm-hmm. of expanded out. That's why it's Six Flags. People are like, well, you know, what's the name come from? Now... I will say that I feel like looking at the at the type of flags that are representative or representing mm-hmm. um, or that Six Flags is representing, I feel like they could probably lower their name down to five flags yeah. um, because, you know, we have like different flags from when like Texas was under Spain and under Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have like a flag for like when <laughs> the U.S., when Texas was under like the Confederacy. And yeah. so it's like we could probably eliminate that one. Right. Um, we don't need to represent that one. But who knows? I guess they just kept it because everybody knows it as nobody really knows what, why it's called Six Flags. And I, I think I read that when I was there at Six Flags. So that's why I have that history in my mind. Wow. Left. But um, Six Flags is big amusement park here in, in Texas. Have you been to amusement park before? Um, I have never been to a Six Flags. I have been to it. I did go to uh, some close friends of mine who went to Dorney Park, which is a, a big uh, amusement park here in, yeah. in the Northeast, I think. Um, oh, it's actually in Allentown in PA near near where we went to school. That's at. Um, shout shout <laughs> out to Gavin. Um, but it's 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 in Allentown, and uh, I went on. I think I went on one roller coaster. It was the wooden one. Um, so it was a. <laughs> it gave me a big headache, but it was yeah. the lowest one to the ground, so I thought it was the safest, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then I spent approximately eighty percent of my day on the lazy river. So, oh, so. <laughs> basically that that amusement park had both a water park and a yeah it had a, it had a few really rides cool. but then it's also a, a water park right oh okay primarily that makes sense i think i've been to a few of those well yeah texas we have uh and six flags over texas we have the texas giant 
Um, and at one point, I mean, for the longest time, I remember that one was a was the like one of the only wooden rides that they had left. Um, oh. That sucker hurt like when you're going on it, like your whole yeah. body hurt from being on it. <laughs> then they then they like re redesigned it and made it modern, and it was super cool. It was like one of the like uh, steepest drops that a roller coaster could have. No thanks. Um, then of course you know stuff happens, and I think someone fell out of the roller coaster you know shut down honestly happens honestly for a couple years there i felt like six flags was like under uh like watch by the fbi or ci because like something was going on like every couple months like someone was falling out of some roller coaster and i think i lost a lot of trust there for a second yeah Um, no thanks uh you you say roller coaster i say death trap so (laughs) yeah well i I will say that for the longest time i wasn't a big fan of, of roller coasters um, and I remember my mom used to make me get on them. And I remember one time there was one that was like a rocket that would like spin around. Um, yeah. because, and, and at least Six Flags here in, in Dallas and Texas, um, they, the, a lot of the themes are include Looney Tunes characters. Mm. Um, so a lot of the roller coasters are sort of Looney Tune themed. Um, and so this one was supposed to be like an Acme rocket, really just, you know, spin all the way around. Yeah. Um, I remember being so freaked out on that ride. And um, that ride is actually the the ride where I um, broke my first phone that I ever got. Um, wow, you had some rough phone issues. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. You can see why my parents don't really trust me with my phone. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that that one is. I got my you know brand new phone. I maybe had it for like three days. Probably the same same thing with the story with the other iPhone I had. <laughs> um, and this is when back when phones still kind of slid up. And you had to slide it to the text and stuff. So it was, oh, know, yeah. That's to give you guys some idea of what the time period was. Um, and I had it in my pocket and it, it did a full turn and it wasn't in my pocket anymore. And <laughs> somehow it was, somehow I found it at my feet when I got out of the ride. Half of it was on my feet, broken. So I was like, I didn't know what happened. I think it fell and then we caught it when we came back down. And then, wow. Um, so yeah, that was sad times. But, um, yeah, so funny enough, I actually worked at Six Flags. I remember mean, we were talking a lot about it, but um, yeah. I, that was my actually my first high school job was at Six Flags over Texas. Um, wow. and, I, and I think my aunt had told me about it, um, you know, that they were hiring. And now Six Flags was like nowhere close to me. And I think how I was kind of how far are we did you drive there? I'm guessing. Yeah, I drove there. So I'm I'm in Dallas, but specifically in Dallas, there's a part of, of Dallas called Oak Cliff. Um, that's where I'm from. And Six Flags is located technically in Arlington, Texas. Mm. Um, so it I had to take the same highway that I crashed my car on. <laughs> I had to take that highway um, to get there. And uh, I really couldn't work, you know, during the week because no one really went to Six Flags during the week. So it was only weekends. Oh, yeah. Um, I could work at this job. So they had me there like Friday night, all day Saturday, all day Sunday. And I'm talking about they had me there all day. Um, and I, and I honestly, and now you're probably thinking, oh, wow, at least you worked at an amusement park. That sounds cool. You're, you're playing with the right. No, listen, I don't want Six Flags to come after me, but Six Flags is straight up child labor. Um, (laughs) and you had to be like 15 to work at Six Flags and everybody had like special name tags, colors to denote like where you're, uh, what age you were. So what you were allowed to be like doing. Oh, wow. Basically. But, um, no, I didn't work in the roller coasters i thought that's what i was going to be doing but no they put me in a funnel cake stand <laughs> towards the entrance of the of the, of the park hey um, hey at least you smelled good when you got home 
listen for people who don't know funnel cake uh batter smell does not smell good after a long day um yeah, it gets very not. musty and moldy Ugh. i uh so i went to, i was working at this funnel cake stand um <laughs> and i happened to start right when it was about to get into the texas heat uh during <laughs> summertime and so it was hot and they don't no air conditioning this is where the child labor starts coming in these i feel like i'm no ac 1920s um i'm this little little <laughs> ringy dink uh, hut um making there's just like you know a few fry there's like two fryers actually i'm lying there's not two fryers one fryer but it's so big it makes me feel like it's two fryers um dirty oil i'm not trying to hopefully i'm not trying oh, to have no. six guys come after me but for oh, people no. who don't know when you guys are like getting these these amusement park funnel cakes and stuff you're like oh so good that oil was in there. I didn't change the oil and I used that all weekend and it was black. Um, this I'm not talking uh, about like yellow oil. The, the, the oil was from the day before. That's a um, big problem. People, the, but that happens at like bodegas, um, fast food. Um, yeah, I, used no, work, nobody, I used to work at Burger King. So that was the same issue. Yeah, nobody pays attention uh, to how these things are done. I remember people would ask sometimes what the oil was like. And I think I would make stuff up. So just to let you know, like these kids are in there. They don't know what that oil is. They're making stuff up like me um and i had a few incidents there we used to have like souvenir cups just like lined up at the top and i always like said why we have these here like they're just such a bad safety hazard because any movement any like hard movement or someone bumped into like the where they're at they would fall into the oil and then i would have to like scoop them out so you just melted plastic in this oil oh Um, wow and i remember like it would hit and it would splatter on me um and back then i was like you know, it was like my first job, so I was trying to be a hard worker, so I wouldn't tell nobody. <laughs> but I'm over here dying of oil oil burns on my back and stuff. Um, but I wouldn't tell nobody. And you know what was so bootleg about that job was that um, I thought I was being such a hard worker that the my manager guy, uh, his name was Daryl, and he said that he would uh, promote me to team lead. Mm-hmm. And I think that was like an effort to kind of keep me there because he kind of saw what was going on and uh you saw and, your burnt back <laughs> yeah he saw me already and and so he was like he was gonna make me team lead and i was kind of wow i was gonna get like a whole dollar more i was excited and this is back wow. when i was making 725 so i was like 825 i was like whoa that's big money mm-hmm. um and turns out and then i started finding out because you know it never happened weeks gone by i still haven't gotten this promotion he was <laughs> telling me that i'm about to get it then i found out like six of us are gonna get that promotion i said wait a second how are six of us gonna be team lead how does that make that make sense um there's no other team to lead yeah it was just all, we're all there how are we all gonna lead each other um and so that was you know that was bad and i thought it was funny though i remember i will say that some of the, one of the fun parts about it though was the fact that like uh we weren't allowed to take funnel cakes home you think oh you were in the funnel good place uh, you weren't allowed to take funnel cakes home but sometimes we would sneak it and ways that we would kind of get around it was uh we would talk to the people who were like, let's say they were working in the Turkey Lake stand or they're working mm-hmm. somewhere. Other. We would say, hey, I'll trade you some funnel cakes if you trade me some turkey legs. <laughs> and so what, what I would do purposely is like I knew we were getting close to the end of the night. Mm-hmm. I would make extra funnel cakes. Um, mm. And because, you know, we're, they were, they were going to throw them out. Right. Right. So they, they would always tell you like, oh, just make just once it gets late at night, just make them when the customers come. And I was like, no. I'm making like five ahead just in case he said so no. now we're left with five extra funnel cakes. And so then manager's not there. We would hurry up real quick and make them and then like fold them up and then hide them uh, where our back stuff was at. And then sometimes we would do those little trades with the Turkey Lake people. You guys are smuggling. Them. You guys are doing yeah. backdoor 
um concession con, con, uh, carnival food deals yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um old turkey leg that's been in there for like five hours yeah that turkey it's, leg must be old af yeah it tasted good on the way home though um <laughs> uh, nice and juicy uh from being under that heat lamp Ooh. yeah so like that for people who are ever thinking about trying to get a job at six Flags, um I don't have any experience with the ones outside of Texas, outside of the Dallas area. Um, but just from my experiences, uh, didn't look like anybody was really happy there. Everybody was complaining. <laughs> and I remember, I remember I walked in one day and I, I didn't even tell nobody. I just, this is how uh, bold I was back then. And I just went up to the lady and said, Hey, I'm gonna give my two weeks out of nowhere. I like, this was no planning. There was no, like, <laughs> should I, <laughs> should I quit? Should I, He's I like, was just, hey it was hot it was so hot one day i walked in i said you know i really don't want to be here i said hey uh yeah i'm gonna get my two weeks and then what yeah but you're a team lead yeah (laughs) i know i know i'm sorry maybe the other one could be the team lead the other five that you guys promised right um so yeah that was my experience at six flags and for a little while there i couldn't go back um i just couldn't experience uh being there and mm-hmm. having to uh, be just because it kind of sucked the life out of me. Um, but I did go back because Six Flags does have in, in the fall a Fright Fest. Um, so that kind of sort of explains why I have my background here. Yeah. Um, and so for the listeners out there who are you know learning more about me, I am a big Halloween fan. Um, mm. I think that Halloween is sort of my uh, one of my favorite holidays. Um, it's my, I think it's a, my dad, my brother's like, it's, it's, a like our family type of holiday. Um, mm-hmm. we usually go all out. Um, how are you a big fan of Halloween or do you like scary things? Uh, no. So yeah, you know, first the scary fear heights, but I, I hate horror movies. Um, not hate them, but I just don't, I don't think they're entertaining and they're kind of scary. So I, I'm not a big <laughs> horror movie fan. Um, I do like Halloween I think I started liking Halloween in college because like Halloween parties and like you could, you could still make yeah you could make it a fun time, but I didn't like the scary part of it. Yeah, you like the the party and the cool music and stuff like that. Right, right. So, I, you know, and haunted house is is alright, but like yeah, no, I'm not a big movie fan. Yeah, I I I, I don't know where I kind of got in. I, I feel like out of nowhere it just came to me that I'm this sort of a horror movie fan what I used to do though I would always just cover my ears because I felt like the sound was what gets you in a scary movie that's true um, yeah the suspense so I, I would cover one ear um to sort of <laughs> lessen the effect of it um right. but yeah so I I I think Halloween is one of my one of our or my I guess my family's our favorite holidays my dad usually um goes all out I think that I've never gotten perfect attendance for anybody's listening. I've never gotten perfect attendance in school, not once in my life. Um, and and I was never an advocate for perfect attendance. I didn't believe in it. But um, what we what what's there not to believe in? <laughs> it's an I don't believe I don't believe that you should be like going to school. You have to go every single day. That's crazy. You know, actually, I I used to. So I was a big perfect attendance person. I yeah. I used to like take pride in it, but college really changed me after you start skipping all these classes and you notice like hey it's I never skipped that bad <laughs> yeah that's not true um, just like, <laughs> but then you then you have like professors like telling you up front like oh you're able to miss three classes and it'll be fine oh, like, or you can miss a whole worst. week yeah that was the worst thing a professor could do when they would say uh <laughs> <laughs> you can miss like seven days in class before it affects your grade because sure enough someone's gone the first seven days 
Right, right. Someone's gonna miss six. Like it's almost a guaranteed yeah. six. Everyone's gonna miss. So it's exactly that's interesting. Um, but yeah, I uh, well, I would miss every every time there was a Halloween and it fell during the week. Um, <laughs> I would not go to school that day. Hmm. I don't know how I convinced my dad of this to do this. Um, but I would just kind of I think I, I'm a I'm a good manipulator when I need to be, and <laughs> I would sort of get him in the in that way and like, hey, I can't go to school. You can't afford me to go to school today. And uh, so he would let me uh, skip school that day. Um, Wait, but Halloween, Halloween is like notorious for like the, the holiday doesn't really start until like three o'clock because that's when the kids got out of school. <laughs> yeah, but see, we had to decorate. See, that's why I'm trying to explain when we, when we would when we would do it, we would decorate. And it wasn't it, the problem was that where we where we live at currently or we actually where I've lived at my whole life pretty much. Um, it's we're sort of tucked in into like this like a wooded creek area. Now we're not in the we're not in the sticks for anybody listening. We're not in the boondocks, but we're just where we're at is sort of hidden away, and so we never get any type of like traffic. So like in terms of like on Halloween day, there's no trick or treaters. We don't have people walking around. It's just too <laughs> sus in my neighborhood. Um, but we go to my grandmother's house because she's sort of on a major street and mm. she does have a lot of traffic. Mm. Um, and so my dad likes to decorate her house. Um, so we would take the day off and he constructed this whole, um, like graveyard fence out of PVC pipe. And we would have to go measure out the lawn, stick in the rebar. So we could have this PVC pipe basically posted up and then we'd have to lay out like, uh, all the decorations, tombstones and, um, wait, is PVC pipe the one that you use to like undrain clogs? Undrain clogs. Uh, no, no, the, well, PVC pipe is like the piping that sometimes people use for plumbing. Um, it's like those big white tubes you see sometimes that when you go to like oh yeah okay gotcha, gotcha, right yeah, it's like that. He mm-hmm. made uh just different lengths and he made this whole I forgot how he made the tops but he made it look like a haunted graveyard. Yeah. Um, and he would he had these stilts that he made. This is all DIY and maybe I can send out links for people who want to make their own but it was like a diy stilts he got these old shoes and he like stapled them in <laughs> to these like wooden stilts that he made what the and hell? so he was like this grim reaper type character yeah um and then like i said we would go all out and my dad would uh he got really creative now that i'm a little bit older and since i've been to school it hasn't really been the same um <laughs> because you know i was gone i was mia for four years but right. um now that i'm back you know and then of course covid happens and so uh, it wasn't the, the best last year, but basically, you know, that's what we do um, on Halloween is we, we do this whole thing. And uh, yeah. I usually like to scare kids. I like when the little kids come. I'm that person that I, I got more fun out of scaring kids than I was trick or treating. Yeah. Um, just seeing them come and, they, and they're already freaking out. And I sort of like egg it on um and try to freak i mean these are just like neighborhood kids that i'm scarring so i feel bad because they're probably older now it's been six years they're you know they're in middle school so i feel bad if i've scarred any of you guys because i was really doing the thing um and it was always funny because my brother would try to be scary and uh one time he was like a vampire and he thought like a dracula vampire so he had like the cape and everything oh no the hair slicked back and he was upset because he thought kids were going to be scared of him and no one was scared of him. Uh, it might as well um, be in a commercial. That's not, that's not really that scary. Yeah. Right? And so anyways, but yeah, I, Halloween's our big thing. Haunted houses. I don't, I wouldn't say I'm the biggest fan of a haunted house. Um, I just don't know what they really have to offer. I like scary movies, but haunted houses, I think are like just next level. I think you got to be really like, 
I don't know. You you gotta be missing something in your life to want to be going to. <laughs> it's in a chromosome. Yo, were you were you there? So Isai and I, uh, we mentioned this on, on episodes before, but he Isai and I went to uh, New Orleans uh, during our senior year in spring break. Yes. Did you go? A group of us went to um, the Museum of Death down there. Did you go? Did, were you there? Right? No, I don't think I don't think I was able to hit the Museum of Death. Oh man, you missed out, man. But it was it wasn't really a haunt, it wasn't a haunted house basically, but it was like um, lots of stories about like serial killers and like mm-hmm. uh, random deaths and, and so pretty like freaky stuff if you're an adult. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it wasn't really in Halston House, but that's probably the closest thing I've been, I've gone to something to, like that. Um, yeah, no, those are just like, uh, it's scary to think about. I've never really been scared about things like when you think about stuff like that. Hmm. I think haunted houses really do. They they have, so Six Flags used to have Fright Fest and they would have these little haunted houses there. Mm-hmm. And those were like, no problem. I think uh, normal people would probably would get scared. I had no like problem with it because I could trust it. Because we were at Six Flags, what was going to happen to me, right? Like I could right. trust it was more of a lawsuit on them for anything to happen. But for those who don't know, being here in Texas, I think we can be pretty notorious for our haunted houses. Um, mm. We have one here called Cutting Edge. I have not been to it yet. Um, my parents say we're going to get tickets every year. I don't know if I can do it. It's one of the longest haunted houses. It lasts for like a few hours to get through the whole thing. And that's I'm talking about like just walk, like the distance. It just takes a while just to get through it. Um, and they have like crazy things that happen in there. And so... And here's the deal: these these haunted houses are like nowhere Texas, or they're like they're just somewhere where it's just countryside, right, and, right. and it's run by these people. Like, how who's checking on these people? Who's <laughs> who's checking on these actors? Like, at least at Six Flags, I knew that you know they had the rides over there, and they had the Looney Tunes character giving me hugs over here in this right. corner. <laughs> um, but here, it's like if I someone took me right now, uh, which they, they wouldn't take me, but they took somebody, right? Uh, like, who would see it? It's pitch black out there. Right. Who's going to be paying attention? And especially they when notice. Walk, they're, not reg- they're not registering. Yeah, especially <laughs> when you walk in, like, and I'm pretty sure that no one's doing background checks on these people. <laughs> um, these are just randos from out, you know, that that's the thing too. Like you got to be, su- you, you got to be a little cautious when, you know, people are sus, like who's applying to go scare people, you know, like what's going they're on probably, in their head. Yo, they're probably like, this is just my house normally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I don't, so I'm not, I'm, I wouldn't say that like the biggest fan of haunted houses. I'll do them. Because I'm not, I'm not punk at the end of the day, and, Allegedly. right? Just for people out there who are trying to, you know, I'm yeah. not, I'm not a punk, and so if I gotta do it, you know, I gotta do it. And one time, my parents, we we went to the one that was, it was by the people who have con- created Cutting Edge, um, but this was like a zombie themed, uh, like haunted house, and they gave you like these real guns. They were like refitted though. Oh, wow. um, so they're almost like laser guns. I'm trying to think of what exactly it was like, but if it was like a real gun though, they just repurposed it. Yeah, yeah. Um, no one in Texas so, they probably got a bunch of real guns. <laughs> so the weight, like the weight of it, was a real gun. Um, the sounds of it kind of were like a real gun. Like it would, it would, you know, shoot like a real gun. And yeah. it was like these different stages basically, and you went with you know as teams. Um, and so my, of course, my brother and my dad are the ones. They're the biggest like ones to hype something up, right? This is Psycho John. <laughs> This is my brother Adam. Um, we'll have to come with a name for him because he has some stories too. But they're uh, they're the biggest ones to hype something up, and they're like, "Oh yeah, they they're not scared of haunted houses and stuff like that." And of course, I'm cautious. My mom always says that she's gonna stay in the middle. She's not gonna she, if they're gonna take anybody, they're gonna go back in front. So she's safe in the middle. And yeah. so I was like, "Listen, I'm not gonna be in the back. I'm not gonna be in the front either. Y'all guys are the ones who wanted to do this. Uh, I'm here to help you guys out. You know, as, as a group of four um but so we have there's multiple stages 
um we have these little glow sticks and those are like our lifelines that the zombies are trying to take i think oh no um, now i will say uh, the zombies did not hold back um they were and they weren't like the little small like walking dead sort of slowly walking zombies like these were fast zombies uh, world war z zombies coming after us oh, that movie and, is crazy you know, as you said zombies i literally thought like world war z because that, yeah. that's, scary. that's scary yes for people who have not seen world war z these are just zombie these are just basically people running full force yeah um, but track stars <laughs> yeah track, but scary um and of course i'm cra- i'm holding this fake gun but that feels super real and uh and i'm shooting these these zombies and man it's a workout carrying those guns and mm-hmm. and having to hold them and shooting people and somehow i ended up in the front because everybody was scared and so i'm leading our team through this zombie and this is like my worst nightmare like they have strobe lights going on um mm. here's i will say and there's another thing too um I, i'm a big fan i'm a fan of scary movies but for some reason like in the early 2000s all these movies like vampire movies and where i don't know any scary movies sort of have like this um I don't know what, how to explain the genre, but they would always have like this blue filter. Um, I think it was like a not, late nineties, early two thousands type of thing where um, sort of dystopian. Like I don't trust clubs because like I think I saw one time in a movie where like all these people went in to this club and like they shut down the club and they just killed everybody in the club, like these vampires. So like I feel like this is what it looks like in this in this room. I'm just in this random place in Texas, mm-hmm. <laughs> going through these rooms with flashing lights. Mm-hmm. I think that's like, why am I, why am I here? Why am I, why am I start, doing this? You start reflecting on like, well, who, who, who made me make this decision? Yeah, today? no. Like, and the worst thing too, is we spent money on this, like big money. <laughs> it was like, it was like $35, maybe a person, maybe more, $45 yeah. a person to go into, to go do this. Why am Wait I here? Wait a second. Why did I spend 45 for this? You know, yeah. I started thinking, how many pizzas could I buy with that? Um, you know, I, we could have done a whole party for as much as we spent for, for this. Um, but yeah, so that, that was my experience there, but with, with haunted houses, um, I, another one that we've gone to though, is called hell house. Um, Mm. and I don't think you had, we were, you know, we talked about this a little bit before, um, but I don't think you know what hell house is. What, what would you, and I'm telling you hell house right now, what's kind of getting your, in your mind was the first thing thought or what do you think hell house is oh um sounds like a haunted house sounds like fire i think fire (laughs) um (laughs) i don't know sounds like something in texas though (laughs) well i went to hell house when i was um younger when i was uh i don't know how old i was but basically i was younger Uh, i was i was not 13 yet i know that for sure i was like maybe 11 Hmm. um because and yes it is relevant to the story and i'm probably wondering why (laughs) was my age matter um, I went to Hell House. Basically, what Hell House is, is sort of like a place for it's like a haunted house, but not really. It's it's religious, it's religious in nature. Mm. It's um um it's a way sort of like uh, to scare people, I guess I would say, but scare people about like going to hell. <laughs> ah. uh, so for people who are who are trying to figure out what a hell house is. Um, yeah. You can look it up. Now, this place was also in nowhere, Texas, also. So and you can see where I'm I'm a little bit already on edge i've been like this my whole life and i'm not trusting people and i'm not there with my parents i'm there with my cousin um my older cousin and i'm there with like a church group basically and i, I really don't know these people uh, right. i think this is like sort of the beginning when, I, when my parents were going to this church and i was sort of like put into these like events that they were having mm-hmm. and um i did not want to be there 
Um, but yet here I was, and uh, it was not what I was was described to me. I don't think I maybe I'm, maybe they did describe it to me right. Um, but I thought I was going to maybe just like a haunted house, and I thought I was being cool. Um, no, this was a little bit <laughs> a little bit intense. This was like stuff about uh, um, you know, if you're drinking and, and driving, like you're going to hell type of stuff. And uh, and it's like I'm like 11 years old, you know. Right. So I'm and people are telling me I'm going to go to hell for this. And he's like, so, I don't I don't drink or drive. Yeah, I was like, what is alcohol? What are drugs? Um, right. Throwbacks to our last episode. And um, so I'm I'm confused about what's going on because I I don't have to know what any of these things are. I think they were talking about abortions at one time. Mm. I didn't know what abortion was back then. Um, mm. So I started thinking, why my parents let me go to this thing? <laughs> I think it was just they were excited about having some time to themselves. But like, <laughs> it's like yo, let's just drop them off of the church group. They're going yeah. to random random Texas. I have no service out there. I'm 11 yeah. years old. That makes sense um but i'm there and then they start like putting us all into like this like coffin and like they're squishing us all in there yeah scary stuff and then they like let us out on the other side and basically now you're like experiencing like hell or something right like they have like you're gonna be walking through what what is like hell and um wow so it starts with a coffin that's deep yeah and then i told i remember i don't know who it was i was there and i was like hey i can't do this they're like because you gotta be like 13 to do it and obviously like no one's checking ages <laughs> no one was saying like how old are you let me check some id um he's like, he's like, i would he's like i would but, but basically it's, it's the money's uh transferring from my savings to my checking exactly <laughs> i went to the person i said you see i would love to do i love to go through here you know i'm definitely not scared but uh you see the problem is i'm not trying to define your we just learned about everybody going to hell right now for doing <laughs> doing some other things i'm not trying to go to hell for lying right now Right. Uh, you know, I'm trying to be good. I'm I'm not even old, old enough to be going through here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to skip this one out. You know, take a rain check. But I'll meet you guys on the other side. I'll just skip to the heaven part, and I'll see you guys later. Um, and I remember them being sort of adamant. They're like, "No, it's okay. It's okay. Like it's it's fine. Like no one's gonna check." I'm like, "No, you know what? I'm I'm really I don't think so." And so, Jesus knows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What what would Jesus do? Anyways, so I. Uh, I skipped that part. I remember I went, I skipped it. And I, so I don't know what hell looks like. Uh, those, all those people did experience it. So maybe they're living better lives than I am, but I never, I didn't, I didn't do it because I, I just didn't trust it. And yeah. uh, so for people who hear hell house, yes, it's kind of like a haunted house. Not really though. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more, it. more deep. It's more real. Um, yeah. But surprisingly, I wouldn't say that's like uh I wouldn't say that's like my fears though. I wouldn't say I'm, I have a fear of like scary movies or haunted houses or like heights for you. Um, I'm trying to think, I don't know, even know if I have any real fears um, <laughs> that I can think of the top of my head. Sounds like I, an easy thing to say. No, I, I have, I'm pretty sure I have quite a few. I just can't think of anything right now. Are you scared of any, any animals or, or insects or anything? Mm, I'm not a big fan of spiders. I wouldn't say I have a phobia. You know, I think a lot of people think they have arachnophobia. I yeah. thought I had arachnophobia um because i don't like spiders but i don't know if i have that much of a fear because i can look at them you know right i think yeah like phobia is like usually like i, I probably wouldn't classify that as that unless like e- like even like if a google image like if that freaks yeah, you, like, that, freaks that like makes you scream or something then that's different yeah i think that's a different story i have a i do have like a phobia which they say is not a real phobia so you know i'm making up stuff now but you know when it's like you have like holes or like uh 
Yeah. Like, so t- speaking of speaking of Google images, like if you Google holes, like in skin and stuff, that is wow. Yes. Wow. I didn't think that like the first five seconds I Googled that I was like, oh, that's not so bad. And then like you start scrolling and you start like picturing it on yourself. Yeah, and you no, like, that I can't. I can't look at an image. And I don't know if that's a phobia. I just can't. Gross. Like I want to throw up when I see things like that. Um, so- I cannot see pictures of holes and skin. Holes in general is kind of like that's like it's a real thing just seeing holes in general yeah um, like start scared freaking me out even like like honeycomb or like like yes uh, yeah i can that kind of thing like whoa like no it's gross i cannot do it yeah so i wouldn't say i have a phobia of animals i i do not trust dogs i think we've (laughs) talked about this before don't trust dogs um which i guess kind of leads to another story i we used to have um mini bikes back in the day back in the day when it was me my dad and my i guess my you know, my uncles and stuff like my dad's like dirt bikes you mean so mini bikes are like um miniature versions of motorcycles in a way um it's it's not exactly a dirt bike a dirt bike's kind of slimmer these yeah. things are kind of like diy metal frames um <laughs> with some like tires and like if they throw an engine on there right of course now they have nicer ones um, my dad was sort of the first one. He got a, a mini bike. I don't. I didn't. I never heard about mini bikes. Um, I don't know where he came home one day with a mini bike. Hmm. Um, it was a purple mini bike. It was faded purple, and it had a number four like number on the on the front. Yeah. Um, and it had no brakes, and <laughs> <laughs> the brakes didn't work. And so we had a. I remember trying that mini bike out. And when you would ride that mini bike, you would have to use your feet basically to yeah. slow yourself down um and uh so you know basically however good your shoes were was how good your brakes were um and we were fred Flint, fred flintstoning it out there oh, um, no. we were driving and so of course you got to be cautious of your speed and stuff right. and i was in middle school when my dad got this so i still wasn't matured and i wasn't there intellectually um <laughs> to really understand that i had no brakes and it was like that first day that he got it um i think we were celebrating something he got that we were gonna have like a nice dinner that night mm-hmm and he let me spin, you know, take it out for a spin. And yeah. in, right near my house is like this alleyway. And, you know, it's a big alleyway. So I don't know why I decided I'm just going to haul butt down this alleyway um, with this mini bike. And I'm getting close to my house. And I don't know what was going on in my head. Like, I don't have brakes. And I wasn't slowing down because I was going so fast. Yeah. And basically, I, I was just going so fast that I, so a normal person probably would have, like, slid, right? You know, like, move the, the mini bikes where you just slide off. But I just right. kept going straight and I hopped over the curb and ran to the neighbor's fence into the metal fence. Jeez. And I can't really remember it now. Um, exactly. I just feel like I envisioned myself. I remember I was like in, in the air, my and my arms were still like pulling on the gas while I'm in the air, slow motion. Yeah. Um, anyways, I, I hit that thing, I, I come up and my dad, you know, freaking out. He's I'm thinking, like, oh, he's worried about me. My mom's, of course, yelling. Um, and he gets, right. and he gets close and he gets mad. He was like, look what I did to the bike. Um, cause the chains off the bike and stuff. So he's more worried about the bike. Meanwhile, my bottom lip is split open and Jeez. I have like blood coming out of it and stuff. And, yeah. um, now I still have a scar right here. So if anybody who ever sees me or looks hair doesn't really grow there at all. Um, mm-hmm. and it's just a scar that I got and I thought I was going to get stitches and they basically super glued it together. Oh my God. Um, and so when I went back to school, everybody thought I had this soul patch out of nowhere. Um, but it really just scabbed up blood. <laughs> oh my oh. Everybody thought it was cool from a distance because they thought I had this soul patch. Yeah. Um, because you know, no one had facial hair back then. 
Right. Um, but from that day forward, I haven't had a good experience with uh, with any type of motor vehicle. As I'm, mm-hmm. I guess people are now starting to realize, the more I tell these stories, I, I don't have any um, good experiences with motor vehicle engines at all. You can't be um, trusted. You can't be trusted. I've, uh, you know, with the brakes, I caught on fire with that one before. My leg caught on fire. I don't know what happened. I think oil was coming out and just like <laughs> sparked and my leg was on fire when I stopped. Um, oh my God. I, had, I did run away from a Rottweiler on that mini bike, but it had no brakes. So I was hopping around everywhere because I could only go as fast enough to keep in front of it barely. Right. But uh, also I had a, I couldn't go too fast because I could, if I was me in a car, like I was going to hit the car. Yeah. Um, so I had experience with that. I had a go-kart. My dad got me a go-kart. I went through the, and we, we attached these uh, headlights to it. Hmm. Um, oh, that's, that's, like, that's good. You like know, car head, like car headlights and you need a power source for car headlights. And so I just got a car battery and put it right there on the, on the, right. <laughs> on the go-kart. Um, that's super safe because if that touched the metal piece, um, I was going to be electrocuted. Uh, I went through oh a sprinkler God. with that and it started sparking. Um, oh so I just don't, yeah. So no, I don't have a, I wouldn't say I have too many fears because I've, you know, I've, as you could tell, I've lived a good life, but <laughs> um, dogs, I do not trust mm. um, any dog. I know you're going to be like, oh, they're nice. They're never nice. They're all, they're most actually the vast majority of the time. They're exactly, they're very nice. And, I would have to disagree. Maybe in New York because you guys, I don't actually, do you guys even have, I don't know if I even saw dogs in the street. We yep. got, in Dallas, we just got dogs roaming for no yeah, reason. Yeah, no, I, you see, that's different. I don't trust dogs off leashes. That's, that's what you're talking about. I, yeah. I that I don't trust at all. Yeah, that's we'll stray. <laughs> and in and, and Dallas, I feel like no dog is on their leash. There's oh, people no. at the park who just won't even put their dog on the leash. And it's like, why? You like the dogs, obviously the dog's not trained. You're calling right. it like 50 times and it's just running around everywhere. <laughs> and so, like, why would you think it's a good idea when it's full of people? And right. in front of my house, I don't know why the neighbor, ever since they moved in, they just have so many dogs, just like on rotation. And <laughs> just like just new dogs all the time. I don't know what happens to the old ones. Yeah, that's not a good picked, sign. I think either they die, they get picked up, and they just replace them with a brand new one. Jeez. And they just got these new dogs and they just n- never, never on leashes. They have them in their, their like fenced, their houses like fenced all around, mm-hmm. but they leave the front part of their house, like the gate type thing open. Mm-hmm. Um, so like these, these dogs are just out, out and about rolling, running around in the pack and yeah. it makes me so upset. I'm going to do some one day. They're going to catch me on a bad day. Um, but no, I'm just playing. I'm not going to do nothing to the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> But no, hey, I, straight up. Hey, stray dogs are, are that scary. I, I'm I. Yeah, you never know. You don't know what mood that dog is in. You don't know. You know what, if yeah, they you threat, can't trust no stray dog. I, like, listen, the dog's gonna do what it's gonna want to do. You know, right? They don't care how nice you are gonna be to it. It can just be like letting you pet it one second, and then another second it says it don't like you, and it's just gonna. Exactly. And, and you know, and, and I actually I don't have any experience with ever being bitten by a dog. So I don't know where this like distrust comes from. I just hey, I don't really, have I don't have experience falling from a high height, but oh, exactly, it, all, yeah. all it takes is one time, and you 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 know it's a big deal. <laughs> exactly. I, yeah, I just don't. Uh, I don't know. I just don't. I'm not feeling them. That reminds me of I saw this uh, during the pandemic. Uh, one of the a popular thing to do in New York was hike. So go to go on hikes. Okay. Um, so like in upstate New York, or like an hour out of the city, um, you could you can hike, and so. Um, well, I'm on this hike and um, I'm with my girlfriend Emma and we're on the we're on a hike and this isn't really like an official trail 
Yeah. Uh, so we just kind of like, oh, we just parked the car and we just kind of went up in the woods and we're like, oh, this is kind of a, a trail. Um, and so we're like 20 minutes into the hike and then we're, we're having this conversation, whatever, just enjoying the outdoors. And then it's like, but it's like eerily quiet. Yeah. Um, and no one else is there, not really an official trail. Um, and then I noticed, and then all of a sudden, I don't know what happens. This fear of a stray bear creeps in. <laughs> like, there's no, there's totally no bear. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, wait a second. What if a bear comes out? Like, what if a, a bear yeah. or a cheetah or like, what if anything just comes out of here? Like, F that. Yeah. So then all of a sudden, basically, um, you know, it's like one of those things. Once that thought comes into your head, you can't really get it out. Yeah. So, l- l- needless to say, the hike didn't last much longer than that. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but now I know Cheetah was about to escape and come. Yeah, down. I was like, F that. Um, and then we, we started talking about like, oh, what's the emergency plan? I'm like, the plan? I'm running. Like, I don't, I don't know about you. Like, what are you like? Now, um, if it was you or Emma, would you sacrifice yourself? Um, <laughs> we might have to edit this one out, depending on his answer. It, it depends. The, it, depends <laughs> the, it depends the animal. Uh, there are some things that like, like, would it make sense for me to do that? Like, if it, like if it's if it's a bear, yeah, maybe it'll take long enough being preoccupied with me that she can get away. But if it's a cheetah. And she's slow. <laughs> it can get me and then get her. And then so it doesn't make sense for me. <laughs> so to y'all both lose. Y'all both lose. So <laughs> one of y'all might sense. as well get out. Right. One is one of us might as well leave. So that'll be me. Because I'm fast. <laughs> <laughs> now, so, if it was something that could get both of y'all guys, because y'all guys were equally as fast, would you consider just, you know, sticking your foot out a little bit when you're running? Yo, um, hey, hey, it's the same <laughs> thing. With, it's like the whole zombie thing. Like, you're running with a friend and you guys are running from zombies. Like, you just trip them and be like, oh, yeah. my fault. I see you on the other side. Like, I see you. I see you in Hell House. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like if I was with my parents and my brother and my dad, definitely one of them was tripping me. Um, and they're going to yeah. try to play it off as an accident. Um, <laughs> oh, <you're tripping. laughs> but no, yeah, I, I don't know if I would ever. It's hard to think about myself sacrificing myself. Because, uh, like you said, right? Like, it's going to get, if it's going to get both of us, one of us might as well survive. It doesn't yeah, make we got we to gotta, tell the story. We got to play it off like it was a bigger threat than what it really was, you know? We, we gotta, exactly. Um, yeah. So, now, so long story short, now I only go on official trails. <laughs> oh, so this was an unofficial trail? So, it, we, I mean, yeah, it was, it was basically like we just kind of side of the road. Oh, y'all guys are wild. <laughs> side side of, and, you know, it kind of looked like an entrance, but it, we weren't really sure there was no other people. Um, oh yeah so that's why i was like yo it's i can see where would, i can see where that would creep in y'all guys definitely have bears out there um yeah. i've never seen a bear have you seen a bear like no in the wild thank god, thank god. Um, yeah so that one's probably uh, i'll give you i'll give you on that one because uh was, y'all guys were on an unofficial trail um, yeah that's a bear could have come out <laughs> um i don't even know if i've been on a hike here in texas um i just it's just too hot yeah, your, your whole commute is a hike yeah <laughs> yeah no one walks here for anybody who's, who's wondering no one walks here um everybody's getting around through a car so there's nobody stopping on the side of the highway to go check something out and let me go walk up this hill, uh, <laughs> for, this hill. for no reason then you um, get you all of a sudden you get shot for trespassing because that hill belongs yeah to because they, exactly because that's private property right um and uh they don't play around nope but yeah, so I, you know, I guess coming down to fears, I would say that uh, I can't think of any. I might have to get back to you uh, mm-hmm. in terms of my real fears. I think okay. like, well, I guess some physical fears. I know that like I have fears that are sort of like, uh, like fear of failure, maybe that's like a, a fear. <laughs> Why is that funny? I, I think it's a real thing. You just got real deep all of a sudden. I know. I'm I just switched here talking about bears. Like, 
cue the drake music yeah, uh, <laughs> um yeah no i i can't, i'm trying to think of like fears well yeah because i'm trying to think of fears of like oh i'm scared of clowns or something but it's not true but i think i'm scared of like things like that like uh yeah messing up you know a prison i think that's a fear for me i am fear i am scared of going to prison is it, is um, it being in there is it having the record the embarrassment what, what, which part of it i think it's like living the prison life <laughs> <laughs> like i think it's it's the fact that it, first of all like prisons is, is a crazy thing you really think about it like someone yeah. someone you have no control of your life the the government told you that you're gonna be put in this prison cell and so now your whole life is ruled by other people telling you what you can and can't do and we only yeah. have one life so right. it's crazy to think that for 40 years of your life or you know some people's less some people way automatically more. said 40 years yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but um like that's a long time you know yeah. any any time in prison i feel like even being in there a week is a long time <laughs> um, my dad has experience we can talk to him next time we have a we ever have a guest on here uh ask like his, his experiences but um yeah no prison i feel like is just uh it's a scary thing i don't know what's gonna happen uh, no. i feel like i can't i definitely don't trust nobody out here how am i gonna trust anybody in there um and i feel like they're gonna just I, i'm too cute for prison you know <laughs> There it is. There's the, <laughs> there the, there's the real fear. That's the real reason. Hey, the, the, what you said about trusting, that's real, though. You, you're, you're a little bit more on the paranoid end, but um, he, said, yeah. he, said, he said, I don't trust anybody out there. <laughs> yeah, well, and so, like, I just think it's crazy. And then yeah. I started thinking, like, where am I going to where am I going to go? Right. Um, in terms of when I have to like choose my group, if I ever go to prison, yeah. um, like I wouldn't really like I have to choose. Right. Because for people who are not who are just listening, you're not watching. Uh, I would say I'm a little bit more fair skinned. And so um, it's like what I, you know, what I pass going with my, you know, my Latin roots, I'm my, I'm Mexican. That's my ethnicity. Um, mm. So like what I, what I fall in with that group of the Latinos, you know, and being out there and like the Latinos are separated anyways. And so it was like, am I going right. to the, with the Mexican group or they can look at me and say like, I need, I need to belong to the Aryan brotherhood. The you know, area. So, so I gotta I really gotta start thinking out once I get there, like well, whose side am I taking? You know? Right. I think when I get there, I would have to see who's winning. I don't think there's an option to stand out. People who are like who are like Switzerland out there, like you gotta choose a side or else you're not gonna survive it. Hey, well, you can't and you can't switch later. So exactly. Um, yeah, I feel like I wouldn't go with the Aryan Brotherhood just because I would have all those like symbols on my body. And uh <laughs> when I if I eventually if I escape or get out. I'm sure um, I'm sure you have some questionable sources here. We're just talking, remember? <laughs> yeah, we're just talking. Uh I haven't actually even met anybody from prison like that. So uh-huh. these are all straight like movie reference blood in, blood out. Uh, for people who've seen that movie, uh American Me. These are movies I grew up on. So these are sort of my fears stem from. Um just that reminds me of that reminds me of um the Trevor Noah, uh Trevor Noah's book, uh Born a Crime. So he's uh it's a, it's all about him growing up in South Africa being okay. uh basically light skinned or mixed race. Yeah. Um, and one time he's in jail and he's having this exact dilemma. And he's been having that dilemma since recess. Really? <laughs> and he's like, what do I do? Do I go over there? They're, they're looking at me. I start speaking a different language because South Africa, there's a lot of dialects. Yeah. So it's not even just what do you look like? It's oh, what yeah. language do you speak? Um, because that will also dictate the group. So it's like, it's so divided. And it's so funny him talking about like, well, if I go to this group, they're going to be like, what are you doing over here? And then if you, they, if I go to that group, they're going to be like, then the other group is going to think I'm better than them. Like, like, exactly. And then now I'm going to have beef. No matter where I'm going to go, I'm going to have beef. Exactly. And so I, I got to decide, you know, real quick. And I feel like 
Um, I don't know. I haven't made a decision yet. People are wondering, you know, maybe, maybe you guys can give me suggestions of which side I should take. Um, mm-hmm. and, but here's the ultimate goal is not to even get in there. Exactly. The decisions. There it is. Um, and, yeah, there we go. Uh, and I think that's, I, that's where the paranoia, like you said, comes in. Like, I just feel like they're going to get me for no reason. For no reason, they're going to show up one day. And I see them out there sometimes. I'm like, a cop is outside for no reason. Or yeah. I just think, like, they're just going to get me for no reason. They're just going like, to get wanting. me. And they're going to come to me. I haven't done nothing. They're just going to accuse me of something. That paranoia um, is real. Well, I saw this Netflix thing, a uh, documentary where this guy, um, he got accused of something. I forget what he got, a murder or something. And he was in jail for a little while. And they were trying to fight it. And the only reason why he got free um, was because uh, they were filming the show Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. And he was present at that game with his daughter. He didn't have an alibi. I mean, that was his alibi, but no, he, there was no way to like prove that that happened, that this stuff happened. Um, but they were filming the Curb Your Enthusiasm. And for some reason, they filmed him during one of their like takes and stuff and so it was like a whole thing where the lawyers had to go and talk to like hbo executives and, and i think he was at a wow. dodgers game it was a it was taking place at a dodgers game yeah and so it was you know everybody there was allowed to be on camera because you know you're being on a dodgers game right and they were the cameras were far away and somehow they got lucky and they got them and the film studios weren't going to let them release the video because it didn't come out yet the show that show the episode wasn't coming out yet for like a couple months oh wow um, so somehow they were able to get in. They proved them. They they see in the video there that he was there at the game, and that's how he got basically free from prison after Jeez. being in there for a little while. Um, Thank God see, for those, that's like that's my luck. That's a story that's going to happen with me. Um, so like, you just got to be cautious, um, right? But yeah, the ultimate goal is not to not to go to prison because I will say that is one of my my fears. Is having to go in there because I don't know what I'm gonna do now. If yeah. this was like a Goodfellas, like, and I was Italian, um, heck yeah, like throw me in there. I'll do whatever. Like, if it was like Goodfellas, like you know, I I do the hit. If they asked me to do it, that's no Jesus. problem. I would not be scared of, of going to prison. Um, well, you but, have you have fun making that decision. I will not be there. <laughs> but I, and you know what? I'm starting to see that people. I, when I'm on TikTok, I see people in prison doing TikToks. So I must not be that bad if they do. They got TikTok in there, you know. Are you serious? I don't have TikTok. That's interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd be on. I'll be on TikTok, and randomly I'm seeing like this low quality video. I'm like, wait, why are they dressed like that? And I'm like, wait, are they? Where are all these bunks? And I'm like, are they in prison? And then you check the comments, and it's like, wait a second, how are these guys smuggling a phone with yeah. internet? All right, this is what happened. This is the this is the downfall of unlimited data. Um, they don't need no Wi-Fi. And they're doing right. TikToks with, with the and TikToks have trends, so they're doing different dances and stuff. So that yeah. means they study the dances, which means they've had time to look at their phone at night when they're asleep and stuff. How are they charging the phone? I don't know. These are your questions that need to be answered. Yeah, word. Are there outlets and cells? Anybody like, who has experience going to prison, reach out to us, let us know. Yeah, that does um, inform us, educate us a little bit. Um, because it's not that easy to look it up on Google. Um, I've tried looking it up um and nope. to get those answers. Um, but yeah, so well, um, I think that was we talked about a lot. <laughs> yeah, so we, far, covered, we we talked about fears. I try to get deep there at the end, um, but we'll save that for next time. We uh, covered we covered a lot of fears, a lot of scary stuff. Yeah, um, but like once again, guys, we're just talking. Um, <laughs> you know, the stuff that you can take this. It's with levity. Um, 
also uh, please reach out to us, you know, with anything you, anything you guys think that you would like to hear or that would yeah. be uh, good for us to talk about. I'm sure Mariel's reading another book. So we'll probably have a, we're just reading coming up pretty soon. Um, yes, I think sir. actually the white car, I posted pictures on a little bit on Instagram. You can go check that out. Um, yeah. I think that car is actually being taken uh <laughs> being towed out and being sold for cash pretty soon um so you guys are the last ones to see it yeah for parts it's being junked out um so it's a sad day today um but yeah so just let us know what you guys like to hear next um well you know what we're doing right what we're doing wrong um we're just talking and uh, yeah, re- yeah reach out to us and thanks for watching as always and episode five comes out next week yep nice all right nice talking to you have a good night guys Bye.